0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resales and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela,
1: and I'm Jen. And today we're going to dive into all the different kinds of intimate brands that are out there. What you should be on the lookout for, and of course, sourcing tips for intimates. This is going to be a little risque of an episode <laughs> for us.
0: <laughs> oh, we will see you at the table. I'm not going to lie. When I was researching this, some of mm-hmm. the brands, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about this. Because you yeah. might come, you might find it. That's so <laughs> funny. I
1: like that you say this is a risque episode. Like for Thrifters my, Villa, it is. <laughs> for Thrifters Villa, it is. So, but I'm like, I'm I'm like literally in my pajamas right now. That's my extent of intimates, <laughs> people. <laughs> it,
0: researching for this definitely made me realize like, I don't know anything about intimates and like the construction of like the real like construction of them and how big this is in Europe, like in France, how big intimates like that whole world is huge in France.
1: Well, you know, you have to think like just in history alone, right? Um, How the undergarment was just as important as Mm -hmm. the outer, outerwear, right? Your outer garment that you wore because it was like back in the day, what you wore underneath even gave the shape and the illusion of what the outfit was supposed to look like. So Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised, you know, I, um, my, I would say my, um, knowledge of intimates is I used to work at Victoria's secret in college.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay.
1: Yes. I worked there for about, I would say two years on and off because it just depended on how busy my schedule was. But, um, I, I just, Remember at that time, that's when like the very sexy bra came out. You know, and it was all about like boobs, boobs, more boobs, and like hike them up high, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like added everything, added everything, and it's just yeah. I I didn't wear a lot of the stuff that they used to give us. I remember. (laughs) Did you
0: watch the Victoria's Secret documentary? That's I think it's like on Hulu or something, Mm -hmm. or like it. It's it's good. You should watch it.
1: I haven't, but I would like to watch it because yeah. I definitely had my opinions on Victoria's Secret
0: back then. Um, and now, because they're still not where they should be. That's for sure. Um, I, I think it's interesting you talk about Victoria's Secret and how, like in the early 2000s, especially, the push up was like everything, right? That's what everyone wanted. And-, and now in 2022, it's the complete opposite. We want barely there, we want nothing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, actually my, my sister made a really good point about just the evolution, right? Of bras themselves and how there was a commercial once I remember seeing, I'm sure a lot of you remember is that you would come home and the first thing that you would do is take off your bra Yes, because you were wearing these uncomfortable bras for eight, 12 Mm -hmm. hours a day. And it was like taking your shoes off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was like you took your shoes off, you took your bra off, and then you put on like your old sports bra that didn't give you any support anymore. And that's what you wore around the house. And so, and it's like, that is what we're seeing now. It's like that interpretation of that comfortable bra is really where people are gravitating towards. And even like the colors themselves, Like I remember when flesh color was just like blech. Yeah. Like, that was yes. so ugly, right? And it was yes. like, that was grandma wear. Like, it was all about the bright, bold, you know, colors that you wear underneath. And now it's just like, no, I want it to look like my skin. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see, the, like you said, the evolution and the change. Because I know a lot of the bras that I wear for myself, like, it's definitely changed. And I'm sure it has Yeah, to me too. Though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I. <laughs> I think it's interesting to like the as we go through these brands, you're going to see that some of them really focus on skin color, and there's and there's two different reasons for it. Some of it is to offer different types of um, flesh tones so that when you're wearing different things, like they blend in better. But some of it is actually a lot of black owned businesses and they and they're women black owned businesses, and they're like, listen, we don't have anything that's our skin tone. We don't have anything that's comparable to what, the, what things that we wear or our skin tones. So there's like a big focus on that. And I feel like I see this, like, I guess in modern day, we saw it with skims,
1: mm-hmm. but there are
0: some these smaller brands that have been doing it that we just don't know about them.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I think that, um, just in general, when we think about thrifting now, right. Mm-hmm. When it comes to thrifting bras, I think that the intimate section, you know, you put a point here is that people generally tend to shy away from that. And I think that that's very true even today. I think a lot of people still do. I think there's a lot of stigma behind intimate wear and secondhand intimate wear, right? Because you always kind of had those like, at least for myself, I always had those like kind of categories where I was like, I'm not going to get that secondhand you know, and I would definitely say that intimates falls into that realm. Um, But like you said, I I think that the way that like the bra industry has evolved and changed, um, it's not just about buying those like, 70 to $120 bras anymore. Like people are able to find really good bras for like $25. And sometimes it's like, that just doesn't work for them or whatever it is. And you're finding more and more pieces in there that are hardly used, if not new.
0: Yeah. I -hmm. think that it's a great place to spend time. Like Maybe one of your trips you go nowhere else but in the intimate section, so it's intimate and sleepwear it's It's a mix, right, but I think it's such a great research experience to just touch and feel things and take them off the rack and just Google them and be like, "Okay, what is this? This looks like it could be something. One of the things that I know I learned while I was researching a lot of these brands. Um, that I'm going to take with me when I go into the thrift store is anything that has intricate or delicate lace is something that you should be looking at no matter what, because a lot of these brands that retail for a lot more money, they're not a common brand that you would see. Um, they spend a lot of time and money on their lace, and that's what you're paying for, and that's what they're known for, is are these mm-hmm. like intricate, delicate, lacy pieces. So I think when you start researching all of this you get a better understanding as to what you should be looking for and touch is a big part of that. And I know it sounds gross, but it's, they, they I've never come across anything dirty in the thrift store in the intimate section
1: ever. I either, honestly. And I definitely approached it with caution, you know, when I would go yeah. in there, but you know, I think that most thrift stores are pretty good about weeding out, you know, the stuff that, you shouldn't be touching. Now the bins is a different, (laughs) different That's
0: a different animal. And
1: and of course there's always the exception, right? Uh, But yeah, I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised when you go into the intimate section and just see a lot of bras that are probably in better shape than the bras that are in your drawer at home.
0: (laughs) Yep. And a lot of them are new with tag. Like the amount of new with tag bras that I find
1: is insane. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but you know, I think that you made a really good point to here, Danielle. It's like so much of it is like, don't even just, don't even just p- pigeonhole yourself to fancy. Yeah. Like a lot of really basic stuff is going for a lot of money out there. And that includes sleepwear. Not just about like the lingerie teddies or like the gold uh Victoria's Secret, like yeah. everybody's always yep. talking about the gold label, right? It's like a very plain white slip dress, a very you know like beige color bra that doesn't look like much. Like there's a lot of science and a lot of technology that is going behind these bras, and I'll have to say as as a woman who earlier I I I've talked about this before, but like I have I had a breast reduction.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you
1: know, and that was something that for me bras was always really challenging for me. Um, uh, I did not have a very positive experience with bras in general. Um, so I learned a lot about bras. And so I know a lot about construction and you know, like and, and seeing the difference now between what was then and what was now, it's it's night and day. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know.
0: I agree. I agree. And to Further that point is if you find plus size intimates, whether that be pajamas, oh, slips, yes. bras, whatever it is, it is a win. It is money. A win because that is money right there. It is. Uh-huh. And just because you find a plus size bra doesn't mean it's for a plus size woman. Like I think there's a misconception there. Plus size bras are for anyone of any shape and size because we are all shaped differently on top, no matter what our sizes mm-hmm. and our waist and in our hips. So yeah,
1: and those and they're so expensive. They are and you guys know a good a good bra is can be very expensive. Like mm-hmm. um, don't don't pigeonhole yourself either on sizes too. It's the best place if you're like always oh, been curious, right, about dipping into plus size, but you haven't done it. Great place to go there because it it is, there is no plus size really there. Like Daniela said, like someone that is a size 18 and someone that is a size six can have the same bra size. You just never know. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Correct. You don't know because we're all shaped differently. And I think Intimates is one of those places where I wish more brands would be a little more inclusive, but we are finding as time is going on and with certain brands really coming to the forefront they are making bigger and more comfortable sizing in all the different styles. It's not just select sizes that, I mean, select styles that have the size. It's like all of the styles now are having these styles. So um, that's definitely an encouraging thing to see. And I'm going to credit Rihanna for really starting that in the early, in the mid two thousands. Like she really was the one who kind of started that Kim Kardashian has kept going with it. Yeah. Um And other brands like Third Love, and we're gonna talk about these brands, but like these are the people that are pioneering and really putting all the sizes in there um and the last thing in that when it comes to sourcing is don't be afraid to look at the the whole intimate section, the entire thing, so that includes your corsets, your pajamas, your slips, your shapewear this is the perfect place to find shapewear and learn about oh Shapewear God. and sell shapewear
1: oh yeah, like. Um, like, you know, we all talk about Spanx and yep. like, like the Spank leggings. Don't forget Spanx started in shapewear. Yes, <laughs> And it's like, you can find so many amazing brands. And we all know if you've ever bought a piece of, I don't care what brand it is, shapewear, it's expensive. Yes, It's very expensive. And a lot of times people buy them and like, I know I have my shapewear and I only wear it when I'm going to like dress up and be in a dress, something that is a little tight fitting. So it's very rare when I do wear it, you know, and so people only wear these things maybe like two or three times, and then maybe they mm-hmm. change the size or they are like, "I don't need it anymore or whatever, like you know, so you can find some really, really great shapewear pieces in great condition corsets great call out Daniela corsets are so so hot right now, like okay. like it is all over urban outfitters websites as tops you guys remember in the early 2000s again the whole like lingerie look right um mm-hmm. as outerwear that's also really big and back again and then like you said pajamas robes is another one. Oh my gosh robes like you can find some really expensive <laughs> things because a lot of people get gifts as pajamas all the time and robes And they're like, I know I did the same thing. I ended up donating a practically new Calvin Klein robe that somebody gave me. And it was because um, it was a a really thick, heavy robe. Yeah. And since I moved out here to the East Coast, I was like, West Coast, I'm like, I don't need this anymore. It's too hot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: When are you ever going to wear that on the West Coast? Never.
1: No, no. Well, that's like the uniform (laughs) on the East Coast. You're like, I'm home get my a cozy big robe a cozy <laughs> robe and a no wire bra good yes. to go, <laughs>
0: and fuzzy socks or fuzzy slippers yes. one or the other <laughs> yes 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 yeah um i we mentioned this in our fall trends too where um we said like slips and these courses and stuff they're coming we're seeing them again in the runway, and they were popular in the y two k period, so this is the perfect place to find them and I' tell you, I find new attack corsets all the time. I find new attack robes all the time, and I find designer robes and pajamas all like like Christian Dior is known for their robes and their pajamas. Yep. They retail and resale for a lot of money.
1: This is your place to find it. Yep. I found a beautiful vintage Kristen Dior robe, full length with lace and everything. I ended up giving it to my sister for her wedding. And that's what she wore. Like, you know, and like her pretty pictures and everything. And I was just like, couldn't believe it that it was just there. And it was like (laughs) $5.99.
0: Yep. So you never know what you're going to find there. And you're also going to find athletic wear items in this area. You'll find leggings thrown in there too. You'll you'll find things that are dresses, but they look like slips. So you never know what's going to be in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I found a, a lot of um very high designer things in there. Like Vera Wang slips. I found La Perla like sets yeah, La there. Perla, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So pretty, <laughs> speaking of these brands, should we just get into that then?
0: Yes, let's talk about the first one. um the first thing that we're gonna well, side note, most of the brands we're gonna touch upon have a heavier focus on bras and intimate wear, but we do have some pajamas and athletic and sports bras kind of mixed in within each brand um so the first one is third love, and I think a lot of us know third love. they've done a lot of marketing over the last few years. They really push on their brand. They're really known for the 24-7 t-shirt bra that they came out with, which was the first one they ever came out with that had half cup sizes. Mm-hmm. So they really pioneered the half cup. Um, no other brand was really doing that at the time. It's very inclusive in their sizing. It's woman-owned. You're going to find that with a lot of these brands that woman owned um, They make underwear. They make active wear. They make sleepwear. They make loungewear. But when it comes to their bras, the price range is about $70, $72. It's kind of where they sit. Mm -hmm. Um, and resale value, we're saying around 35 to 50, it really depends on the style, the size. Is it new with tags? I mean, all those factors always play into any of these numbers that we give you. Um, Mm -hmm. I've personally sold them new with tag and not new with tag. I'd say new with tag, you're going to fetch around the 35 to $45 mark Mm -hmm. and not new with tag. It'd be the 25 to 35 It really depends. Um, but I think that's a safe bet to say, if you find third love, pick it up.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I know most people really do like their bras and the fit and the construction. And like you said, when people know what brands they like and what style they like, they will go and Google and look up and say, I want this bra. I know I'm the same way. I'm sure you are, Danielle. I'm like, okay, I like the fit of this bra. I want it in every color. Yes. You know? Give me yeah. every single color. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, The next one is NYX. Now, you know, this one is really funny to me because I remember seeing the ads for the first time for this brand and I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they're known for their period underwear. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, I own two, I own two pairs and they're super comfy. I wouldn't
0: just wear them though.
1: Like Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. have
0: a very Sorry if you're a guy and you're listening, but like, if you have a very light period, then I say you probably could get away with this, but Mm -hmm. that's not me. So I can't just wear that, but I like it because it gives me that extra sense of security that if there is any leaking or anything, like it's going to give me a little extra protection so that it's not going through everything.
1: Yep. 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 Well, not only do they do these underwears, you know, um, but they also sell bras activewear, loungewear, shapewear, maternity, swim, and teen. They actually have a whole store um, out here in on the West Coast um, at oh. one of our malls. And so they have so much stuff. Uh, so, you know, they're not just limited to, to that because I – finding period under may, underwear at the thrift store might, might, might be my, I, I don't think you yes, should sorry. do that. I don't think you should do that either. Uh, and I don't think you should buy the muse either, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're saying that they, you know, there are brands to look out for, you know, they don't just do that. They are woman owned. And, you know, again, they're about comfort, right? So wireless bras, we said leak proof underwear, um, and they're also working on a you know, sustainability campaign and acknowledging that they um they are nowhere near where they need to be. So they they definitely work on themselves to, to get better. So they have really great mess, um really great message, I would say, as as a as a company. And um, you know, it's somewhat inclusive sizing. So they have A to H cup, which doesn't it blow your mind too now when you see these like numbers? Cause before it was like, I remember it was A, like double a to like double d and that, and was, that like was kind it. Of it that was it vermont yes. i remember when i worked at Victoria's yes. secret i don't remember seeing i never remember seeing an e
0: never no but here's the funny thing people don't realize a d and an e are basically the same thing like mm-hmm. we've never been educated as a society about sister sizing there's like yes. a whole world of sister sizing
1: right. a whole world of sister. i know my sister size yeah <laughs> Um, then, of course, you know, they also have up to a 42 band, which is really great and underwear up to a 4X. Okay. So, you know, um, I would say if you can find some some new tags, um, you know, underwear or anything like that or like we said, shapewear, loungewear from NYX, definitely worth it to pick it up. Uh, their bra, their range is um new resale value. New, sorry, is forty to sixty, and then the resale value is from twenty five to forty.
0: Yeah, I have experience selling Nicks sports bras. I will say they did very well. I found them in Boston. I found two pairs. I I didn't realize that Nicks made sports bras when I found them. I knew they had the underwear, but I had I, no idea.
1: I think a lot of people, and that's why it's really great that we talk about Nicks because I think a lot of people when they think of Nicks, they just think of the underwear. And they don't realize mm-hmm. that they actually sell all this other stuff. So it could be something that you could easily miss thinking that, oh, that's not the Knicks that I'm thinking about, right?
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. it is. That's the Knicks. And <laughs> the quality, I own the sports bra. I own one and I love it. It's like my go-to bra over my regular bras. I really enjoy wearing it. I think it's very comfortable. But I sold both sports bras for $45 and they were used. So it it has a good resale value. It's a that's great totally brand. Good. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So next, definitely be on the lookout for that one. This next one I want to try. It is on my list of brands I want to try because they like having a moment right now and it's Mm -hmm. cup. C-U-U-P. You see ads all over Instagram for them. They have like that sheer mesh paneling in the front. They're very like Loungy and they're just pretty. They're just a pretty thing to look at. Um, they're really pushing their marketing on social media. You will see them if you even just Google bras on Google. It's gonna be it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be all over your Instagram. You're gonna it's gonna pop up everywhere. Um, they are known for their unlined silhouette. And they come in so many rich colors. And when I say rich colors, I mean a lot of those flesh tones that we were talking about and also a lot of like the brighter, fun tones. So they have a good mix for both people, people that want to be more subdued and then people that want a little bit more fun. Mm -hmm. Um, They offer 53 sizes. So I think that's a really great start for a brand, A through H. And they're actively adding more sizes all the time, which is nice when you see that when a brand is really trying to incorporate more. And their cup sizing, like we had said, goes up to the H and 44H was really the highest that I saw. So I would say a, in terms of band, 44 is kind of where they're at right now, um, which I think is still a good a good number to be at. That That's considered plus size. So I'd say they're starting, that's like a one, two X. So mm-hmm. they're heading in the right direction with that. Um, They use high-performance fabrics that are minimal frill and have maximum support, and they're currently only selling bras and underwear. I think they have some swim as well. Um, I think they started to test out swim, but it's really just bras, underwear. They have like three or four different types, and that's really it. So in terms of sustainability, you can kind of tell it's what they're focusing on. They just have limited things. And that's it. The price range, about $68, brand new, resale, they're around 30 to 45 so it's actually not too bad.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, no. I mean, honestly, when you think of most of these bras, right, on a secondary market, most bras are going to be probably, I don't know, $5, $6 and under. I would say they're really not going to be a lot because there's not a lot of people that are running towards, you know, those, (laughs) (laughs) those areas. Um, and you know, like I said, we, we have a lot of brands here, but, um, you know, even scrolling, I know there, there are just like so many other brands too, um, that I can think of. So I want to keep going on the list, but I want to try and remember just a couple other ones that I, yeah, I I just thought of, um, we didn't have on the list skims just because we know, like everybody knows skims there's it? no
0: reason to mention skims right now like
1: yes <laughs> period <laughs> point blank period next <laughs> so true uh so intimacy right isn't that how mm-hmm. you pronounce it intimacy intimacy
0: See me sorry <laughs> okay wait 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 i'm gonna shut up now go ahead you know no but so just sound no, say it, it. it
1: say it in the italian like accent see me oh yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of eyes in there it's it's not like an easy
1: flowing word it's definitely not I would say the first time that I saw this was on a billboard when I was traveling in Italy Mm. um I was about like five years ago now. And I just remember being like, Oh, that's a really pretty bra. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They're really pretty. I can tell you that. They're really, really pretty. So, um, again, men's and women's items actually. So bras, underwears, lingerie, knitwear, and pajamas Mm -hmm. so like i said very beautiful very feminine pieces i have not really seen like those flesh color like everyday types of bras or something from them they are going to be more on like the sexier side i would say um and you know the band size that they have though it is um up to a 42 cup size so you know you have the double d's underwear is a double xl and lingerie is an xl so not really very size Inclusive. Um, But they are very beautiful pieces and they tend to do, you know, quite well. So when we think about the bras, you know, they're at a retail, they're between $49 and $59. And then resale, anywhere from $20 to $35. And then their lingerie from $35 to $90. And resale value, we're looking at anywhere between $25 and $45.
0: It's not too bad. They're more of like a mainstream. I would say they're like a mid tier when I think of like levels Fancy. in
1: fashion. They were mid tier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would definitely say that they're all over Europe. I know that they're like they're beautiful. Yeah, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
0: next one is Torrid. I think Torrid deserves an honorable mention when it comes to intimates because they really, besides Airy, they came before Airy and they kind of put the mark on the newer generation and plus size intimates and all of that. They really kind of went after Victoria's secret and they were like, not everyone's an angel. Like they started that campaign. That was, that was Torrid. Um, So they're a mid to plus size clothing line, which has intimates and their intimate line is called Torrid, Torrid Curve. It contains everyday bras and sexy pieces as well. They definitely have their sexy lingerie um size range it's not the same for every style so it's hard for me to say like what the style what the size range really is but they do go up to an h cup and the uh, band could be anywhere from a 32 to a 50 it just depends on the style so big range when it comes to sizing very inclusive if you're in that mid-size and plus size range um torrid is one of those brands where like Retails for a lot, but doesn't necessarily resell for a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd say the bras are a little different, and their intimates are a little bit different. The bras can retail for forty nine to fifty five and the resales between fifteen to thirty five I think that's a fair price for a second hand bra um and then the lingerie fifty to seventy five retail and then twenty to forty five resale so not bad um I think between torrid and Lane Bryant, those are kind of those have always been like the two plus size brands to have intimates I mm-hmm. think Torrid's kind of outmatched um when it comes to to the intimates I think they've really come ahead than Lane Bryant and really focused on like incorporating the sexy stuff that's harder to find in like a Victoria's Secret at the mall because they're a mall brand so they real that's really what they're going after so bravo Torrid you've done
1: a good job <laughs> no that's great Um, and then the next one we have is um Nubian Skin. And this one is a woman-owned company as well. I love how we have all these woman-owned companies. Like they know, they know what's up with the boobs. Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, I hope I don't butcher her name, but it's like Adi glas Gasab?
0: I don't know. Adi, Gasab, Gasab, I don't know.
1: Well. Black-owned business, which focuses on providing essential underwear needs for women of color. So skin tone-based products. Again, we said think skims, right? So based out of London, and they have all the different colors that you can imagine. So again, you know that we were talking about how people want their bras to match their skin tone. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just perfect, right? When you're wearing like white linen or anything that could be potentially see-through, you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, So they do bras, underwear, hosiery, menswear, bodysuits, slips. So definitely the gambit. Um, And their bras are also made for fuller breasted women for extra coverage, which is always amazing because I yes. think a lot of time we would find these bras that were, you know, they like can be very tiny and they don't really you uh-huh. the coverage that you need, or they cut you halfway through the boob. So mm. having that extra coverage, not only just in the front, but even on the sides too. Some people get the side boob too, and you want to have all that extra coverage. So, you know, just... Really great. And and on top of that, they also have, you know, traditional t-shirt style bras, right? So, you know, the the bras, um, they're actually very uh comp- like really great prices new. Yeah. So you have 25 to $45. Um, and resale value, you know, can be 15 to 25. But again, this could be the case where somebody's like, I tried this bra, I love it, I need it in every color, right? And you know, like for me, I tan throughout the year, so I might need different skin tone colors. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you just never know depending on where we vacation but um before we get kind of into the next ones because the next ones definitely have kind of like more of a risque feel Mm, you know more loungewear feel the last one that I wanted to bring up were pepper bras oh yeah I had pepper on here
0: and then I took it off and then okay so I'm glad you're bringing it up
1: yeah yeah so pepper bras are known for um like, smaller-breasted women, you know, really being able to solve that problem of, like, that gap that I would say the gapping that pops, they
0: get. Mm-hmm. Right, the
1: gapping that you get, um, and they are more of, like, uh, like, a skin wear, very, like, uh, flush tones, basic tones, whites, blacks, um, rosy colors, you know, um, nothing like flashy colors that I've seen from them. Types of bras, they can have, um, like no cups or cups, or I mean, not cups, sorry, um, wire on them. And, um, you know, they can retail anywhere from like $45, to like $60 and resale value. I see from like 23 to like, um, $45. It's kind of what I see. So, um, I, I mean, I definitely, I remember one time I was in the thrift store and somebody had donated like four or five pepper bras and they were like a dollar 99 each. Like, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. So you can definitely, you know, get, get your money's worth in the intimate section so far, based off what we've talked about here, you know, like, like you said, $25, you might think that might be not much, but if you're getting something for a dollar, that is a great return.
0: It's a great return That's on investment. I think a great thrift store if you have one near you or you have something similar a salvation army like they don't price their intimate section very high savers sometimes can but salvation army has like a gold mine sometimes of intimates if you just want to take the time and look through them because they don't really price the same way as other thrift stores might
1: yeah or even other categories right at at the same store
0: this next brand is, is fun. Um, it's sold on its own website. It's sold in Revolve. I think Farfetch might have it too. It's called Fleur de Mal, So French, um, Mm -hmm. it's a provocative in nature. Okay. With their lingerie and clothing, they have bras, robes, slips. They kind of have a little bit of everything. Their pieces are wearable. So like, think of what we said, like the corsets, wearing them over your outfits. It's a lot of that. Um, they're sexy but they also are really pretty to look at. So I'm on the Revolve website right now and some of their pieces are like, I guess what you would see on Urban Outfitters really like the corsets that they have um, like vegan leather bustiers Mm. um, body suits that are like an all lace kind of thing, full on slip dresses, slip skirts. Like it's a very wearable brand. Um, But then they also have, you know, the bras, the underwear and all that stuff too. So they have a nice mix of like incorporating that lingerie look to an everyday outfit that you're gonna wear. This reminds me very much of West Coast. Like everything about this brand reminds me of the mm-hmm. West Coast. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. Um, yeah. I think they have swim. I believe they have a couple of swim pieces too. I feel like a lot of these intimate brands
1: kind of venture into the swim market a little bit because it's kind of similar. I like because I remember growing up having the hardest time trying to find a bathing suit. And I'm like, why can't my bathing suit fit like my bra? Right. Yeah, all the time. So true. All the time. Mm-hmm.
0: I but. like scrolling and looking at all of them. They're really, pr- like, a lot of these are oh. things that I see on Urban Outfitters right now. That's yeah. kind of what it reminds me of, or things that Fenty have. And, of course, they have the more risque, you know, pieces as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what their MO is. Um, yeah. But in terms of uh, the broad price range, retail, 65 to 175 So these are definitely, you know, up there in price resale is 25 to 50 which i think is pretty fair given the, the retail price and then for lingerie it's much more expensive we're seeing 100 to 300 dollars retail and then resale 50 to 130 so i think it really depends on the piece is it a whole bodysuit? is it a whole mesh whatever you know i yeah. think a lot of that plays into it but definitely a fun brand and i think because it's on revolve probably something you can come across more easily than some of the other brands that we're going to talk about in the episode yeah yeah
1: I think so too and that's definitely one that I don't think that I think that could be easily uh missed you know yeah
0: absolutely I don't know what the tag looks like I wish I did I I explained to you I've never found it so I don't know what the tag looks like
1: yeah I can't Hmm. I'm like looking at it right now the logo usually the logo kind of gives you an idea of what the tag looks like you know yeah. But lots of times if you don't know what the tags look like, my suggestion would be just go on to Poshmark um, and type in this in the search, look up, a, you know, look up some listings and within one of those listings, guarantee you the tag will be there. So you can yeah. see what the tag looks like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I like the next one. That Eber J? Yeah. Yeah. Eber J. So this one, honestly, the tag, so you know tags, tag is very unassuming it's 100% I found right? it for the
0: first time a month ago and I was like oh that's what it looks like <laughs> The tag yeah like
1: the tag can you can easily miss the tag for sure um it's just like a white cotton tag with like tiny little blue writing on it like nothing special you could easily blow by it thinking it's just some boutique brand that's not going to get you any money um so they create items for men's women's and kids Um, But the basic thing that they're known for is their pajamas. Um, Very comfortable, very soft. The intimates, um, they also are known for their intimates. um, But, you know, really, it's about loungewear and their bras and their robes, like I said, pajamas, that kind of thing. So the bras are usually mostly bralettes. So again, think comfort loungewear, and they range anywhere from 50 to 90 dollars. They have night dresses, too, ranging between 98 to $278. So you can see, this is a very expensive brand. I think that even Anthropology might carry it every once in a while. It, I think. It might. It I might. I think, yeah. Um, but uh, the pajamas, though, again, this is where the money's at, right? Pajamas range from $150 to $300. Like, I can see some rich woman, you know, in Brooklyn yes. getting these pajamas for, like, Christmas and being like, my husband did not get me what I wanted. I'm just going to donate this. <laughs> It's that? true. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But resale value, you know, of the pajamas, forty-five to seventy-five dollars. So, really, you know, pretty good. So, again, easy, easy brand to miss because that tag is just like very. It's not fancy. It's not what you think. So keep an eye yeah. out for that one. And mm-hmm. Eber J is
0: written in cursive on the tag. So, yeah. that and yeah. it's like a light blue. The font, yeah, yeah. It it's a like light a light blue. blue. Mm-hmm. um i sold a nightdress so it was like a slip nightdress kind of thing and they sold it for 55 dollars on ebay
1: that's really
0: good and it wasn't anything special it was like a cotton it was worn like you could tell it had been worn but i was like i'm gonna try it like what's the worst that can happen i've never found the brand before mm-hmm. and uh yeah pleasantly surprised by how quickly it flipped and just how well it didn't and and i don't I mean, I would be on the lookout for it, but I really would love to find the loungewear, pajama, robe situation. Um, Like if I found the bra, I really don't know that the resale is there for the bra, maybe just because of the name, but it's really like the the comfort pieces. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The next one, all right, if you don't want to hear about bondage, cover your ears, but Coco de Mar, which is on Farfetch and it's on some other websites out there it is a london-based lingerie and bondage line so there's something out there for everyone okay not everyone likes the loungy type thing some people want the really sexy pieces and that's fine that's why these other brands exist um this brand is definitely a little more risque and focuses on toys bondage and outfits in general but we wanted to mention it because the retail on them is so high like this brand is crazy high um, when you're looking at the lingerie and bras, the price ranges are anywhere from thirty-five dollars to seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred. It is insane. Some of them were like um like a two-piece set kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, but seven hundred dollars. Like I can't even imagine spending that on lingerie. It's
1: just yeah. crazy. Um, crazy.
0: But everything is honestly really beautiful from this brand. It's very delicate lace um it's just really pretty to look at of course Mm -hmm. they have the bondage style pieces but then the ones that are just like the sexy intimate type thing it's these like very intricate decorated lace pieces that you almost don't even want to touch because it looks really thin do you know what i'm talking about like it Mm -hmm. seems Mm -hmm. very thin it's just it's just beautiful um the resale so i know the retail is high but the resale on these lingerie type pieces are 35 to 100 so they're not it's not like what you're getting retail price wise but still a good I mean if you find a corset or something or a baby doll type slip or I don't know anything you you could make a decent amount of money on it
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: Absolutely. Uh, this is another brand that's next on our list that I want to try the one that you're going to read off next
1: yes negative underwear I want to try it so bad (gasps) I actually haven't heard of this one right here but resale value is really great on this one too that we've found so um you know started in 2014 so relatively new brand again female founded and operated so focuses on essentials so you won't find padding bows adornments on it you know these pieces are really meant to be comfortable functional and high quality I'm all about that when it comes yeah. to underwear. <laughs> That's why I want to try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they um, create bras, underwears, and loungewear. So new, they range between 65 and 70 And the resale value on these bras is $30 to $45. That's a great return. That is yeah. really holding its value. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think because it's so... Here's the thing when a
0: brand is not, it's hot, but it's not known that much in the resale world, it's still contain, it still has its good value for because the people that really want it are searching mm-hmm. for it and they're going to buy it because they know how much it retails for. It's not saturated anywhere. It's not a, it's not a brand that you're going to find a lot out there in the resale market. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like you're going off of high comps. It's kind of like clothing brands, right? When no one really knows too much about them or there isn't a ton out there it's not so saturated you can get a good amount of money for it and then they get eventually become saturated like everything else and then the resale mm-hmm. value changes it fluctuates um but i the two brands that i want to try is cup and negative underwear they're actually very comparable to each other i think negative underwear is um a little bit easier in terms of sizing to find where you fit i think they're mm-hmm. a little more forgiving where the cup brand, um, definitely has a more narrow silhouette to it. So Mm -hmm. can be harder if you're larger chested, even though they do, they do make sizing for it. So yes, negative underwear on my list. And how awesome is it that some of these brands are so new and they're doing so well?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I really, I, I agree with you. Um, I know the next one, this one, I'm gonna like Danielle is gonna speak about this one. She does absolutely love this one. And then we do, we are gonna talk a little bit about some athletic intimates too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought we could also close it out on talking about, I guess the big one is what do we think about Victoria's Secret?
0: Oh, yeah, we could totally talk about that. Yeah, that's a perfect <laughs> one to close it out on. Absolutely. Um, so the next one is Fenty. We already talked about Fenty. Fenty X Savage is how you're usually going to see it. Um, it's by Rihanna. It is just, it was, it has been and will be for a while, the it factor for inclusive undergarments. She was probably one of the first people to have different types of models on the runway showing an extra small and a 4X walking down the runway together. Like she really, really put that out there. And I think it's scared a lot of other brands, but it's worked for her and it really took off. Um, It goes without saying, if you find a Fenty piece, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a robe. I don't care if it's sleepwear. I don't care if it's a bra, whatever it is. Nine times out of 10, the condition is good. You need to resell it. Mm -hmm. The market is there. People are looking for it. It has a following. People know what their sizing is going to be. They can go on the website and easily figure out what size works for them. They can see it on different um, models' bodies and get a good feel for it. Like I have sold quite a few pieces by Fenty, and the th- uh, two pieces that really stick out to me that have done very well is a onesie that I found with Jen that was new at tags <laughs> yeah. that I, like she probably thought it was crazy for picking up because I don't was that fifteen like dollars? It was like $15. you grabbed it, yeah, and
1: you were like fifteen dollars. I don't want it. And I'm like that's Rihanna's brand, yeah. <laughs> So I I got it. I think you had like kind of heard about it at that time because it was still really new you know and it was like a onesie. It was very it was very random very random. It
0: was and it sold like almost instantly for over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Which is crazy. I know it's crazy that I didn't snatch it out of your hands. I know (laughs) (laughs) and then um, the second time I found it was not too long ago maybe like beginning of this year or the end of last year I don't remember but it was like a it was I think it was called like butterfly something it looked it was like it was a corset and it was new newer tags and it had like a cold shoulder kind of feel to it and it had like wings literally on the bottom and it was a tie-dye color it got so much attention and it sold within a week or so and it sold for over a hundred dollars as well um I've sold the regular bras and they do well i've sold pajamas and they do well i've sold a robe so like get it <laughs> you'd yeah. be foolish not to um resale for the bras i say between 20 to 35 depending on the bra of course and then the resale on lingerie you're looking at 30 to 100 it depends on what the pieces is. is it new with tags all that kind of stuff but it's it's a pickup
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, those are just some of the bras, you know, that Mm -hmm. we know about that we've talked about. I'm pretty sure we've missed some, but Obviously we are going to keep going, um, you know, but this is going to be bonus content, you know, for our Patreon members. So if you are not signed up, we highly recommend for you to sign up. Um, you know, we we do these at least once a month. We have bonus episodes where we just go into even more details. If you, this is what you guys liked here about all the different brands and what sells, what doesn't, all that kind of stuff. But really we're, like we said, we're going to close it out now with kind of, you know, athletic, athletic bras and, and then we'll talk about our thoughts on Victoria's Secret, because I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, well, what about Victoria's Secret? <laughs> I right? want to mention one more thing about the Patreon group.
0: For this mm-hmm. month, we released a three-page download um, that you that our members have either saved or they printed, whatever it is, of all different intimate brands. We, I, we listed all of the intimate brands. So we only did a few for each episode that we're releasing here, one for the bonus, one for you guys that are listening right now. Um, but there are a lot more. So, if you're interested in that, the links in the show notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we'd love to have you join, you know, our little reselling family over there. Yes. And, you know, yes. Yeah. Um so okay. So, athletic right wear. I think that when it comes to athletic bras, um it's funny. I think I gravitated more towards those even though those are the ones that <laughs> people sweat in a lot more. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, I think that we feel very comfortable in that section because we all, I would say as resellers are pretty familiar with athletic brands and, you know, the bras are generally the same, you know, do the same as they do in Mm -hmm. their leggings or in whatever else, you know, that they're selling. So, you know, really we're going to focus on three major brands now. There are a lot, a lot of brands out there that we're yes. not going to mention too, that are really great, um, workout bras, not necessarily great for resale, but like, um, you know, that just mostly focus even on that. Like one that comes off the top of my head is moving comfort, moving comfort doesn't have that great of a resale value, but it's such a great bra and they only focus on bras. Um, so, and they're more for larger chested women who, you know, do more high impact workouts, but we could have a whole, seriously, we could have like a whole episode. About yes. Life. At Evernorth Health Services,
0: we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's Wonder made
1: possible. Learn more at Evernorth.com slash Wonder. Athletic. Absolutely. Done. We've only we I'm like, we're only gonna talk for an hour, hour and a half. So let's let's talk about the <laughs> these these three right here. So the three that we want you guys to focus on are the Girlfriend Collective, Lululemon, and Athleta. Yeah. So again, nothing new, you guys should be picking these up for the most part, right? With the leggings or jackets or whatever else that you kind of see. So um, the thing though about these bras is that they're the most sought after sports bras that are out there right now. And they are the ones that offer, you know, the most, they're the most inclusive, I would say of all the big brands that are mm-hmm. out there. Um, these brands can retail between 30 and $70 with their sports bras. It's just crazy, right? So the sale, you know, does can be kind of big a lot of it depends on right what is the condition right but it could be from 50 for 15 dollars all the way up to 50 dollars so um you know a lot of it is just looking at the condition of these types of bras but not only just like what does it look like? What does it feel like? Does the elastic mm-hmm. feel like it's been really worn? You know, what are the, what do the shoulders look like? That kind of stuff. So, you know, just really looking over sports bras, I think a little bit extra too, will help you along the way. So while you're sourcing, you know, it's worth looking out for these three specific brands again, because they normally have a larger following. I have to say, I am obsessed with Girlfriend Collective. I me too. love them. I use, I wear their, um, like, I forget what they mean the bra is, but it's the one that you sold me that I that I bought from you. The yeah. high
0: neck one, right? Yeah, I wear that as a top. Like I wear that with my high rise.
1: Yeah, my high rise leggings from okay. them. And I wear them to work out and it's perfect. I feel incredibly comfortable in those. And I look for that size. I look for that style in every single color. I have it in a three, at least three colors right now and I want more. (laughs) So, um, you know, like I said, people are always going to be looking for this, but you know, keep in mind too, that like brands like gap old, Navy, you know, they, again, they might not be as great for, for resale, but like, People are looking for these. These are also, and I would even throw in Target too and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Not that necessarily Target is just sports bras, but like if you have a bunch of them that you're getting rid of, you know, just like bundle them up and, (laughs) you know, people are looking for these types of things and they generally sell pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I think out of all of, out of the three that we mentioned, Girlfriend Girlfriend Collective, Lululemon and Athleta, I would say probably Girlfriend Collective tops both Lululemon and Athleta when it comes to their sports bras because of how exclusive they are, but they're also super comfortable and really easy to slip on and off. Like, I feel like some Lululemon bras are really hard to take on and off sometimes. Yes, yes. (laughs) I I don't really like
1: them. (laughs) Um, They're they're my least favorite. I would say of those three, they're my least favorite. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. Athleta is is comfortable,
0: but it, it falls short of girlfriend Collective. And I like an old Navy sports bra. I wouldn't necessarily resell it, but for myself to purchase for myself. I like an old Navy sports bra. I do.
1: Yeah, no, I totally get that. I totally understand. Um, there's just so many brands. And like we said, we can, we can talk about athletic brand like bras all day long, but definitely worth a look because as you know, a good sports bra is very expensive.
0: Yes, absolutely. And we mentioned before, like NYX has sports bras. A lot of these other brands have sports bras too. So give those a look over as well. Um so let's talk about Victoria's Secret. Um do I think people should buy it, resell it, all that kind of stuff? I think if you find one like in terms of bras, I personally wouldn't. I just don't think there's anything about it that makes it worth selling secondhand. Like I it's just to me it's the styles don't work with everyone. I just don't think the resale value is there. I don't support the company. Like, there's just a lot about it that maybe I'm a little biased about, but like, I just, when I Mm -hmm. see them, I'm like, whatever. And the racks
1: are filled with them. I think that's more where I lean towards. I agree with what you're saying though, I do. But um, from a reselling perspective, it's it's so saturated, so saturated. And I'm even on Poshmark right now. And you know, a lot of like even new attack underwears, you know, they're selling for less than ten dollars, you know. And after your fees and everything, that's you know, it's really not much, you know. And, and a lot of the bras too, like as low as 15, I see some for maybe like 40, but a lot of those are like brand new with the tags, you yeah. know. So maybe if you find some new attacks that could be worth it for you but um I see some people they lot things up too if you're lotting up bras though they um they need to be the same size I really yes. think so I really do um because no one's looking for unless they're a reseller themselves um you know no one's really looking to buy a bunch of different size bras because you know other than your sister size you're pretty limited to your sizes, mm-hmm. it's not like you could say, Well, I can fit into a large in this brand and a small in that brand, or whatever you know what I mean, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but Victoria's Secret Chess, there's just so much fit out there. Um, and it's even new, I'm seeing new bras here in 38D, great size, and everything $15. Like, awesome. yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's
0: tough. It is. So. I will say, though, if you find their lingerie, if you find a corset. If you find a slip or yeah. slip dress, something like that, something that's not a bra, I think it's a safe thing to pick up if it's in really good condition, new with tags, or it's the vintage line. I that's okay. I think I think you have a better shot of selling it. I don't think you're going to get a ton of money for it unless it's like one of the original pieces. And I mean, if you find that, that's that's a gold mine. Then, but uh, more often than not, I'm not finding. The gold label or an original Victoria's Secret piece it's generally the more modern stuff it's yeah. Victoria's Secret pink you know it's a lot of that
1: yeah yeah but definitely I would agree with you like if you're going to if you want to get some Victoria's Secret look at their garter belts look at their corsets um you know that kind of um that kind of category for them seems to do pretty well but even like lauded pieces I'm seeing here six six Victoria's Secret bras, $25, three Victoria's Secret bras, $30. So, I mean, if you find them at the bins and they're the same size, sure, lock them up and sell them, you know, but, um, there's just so much that's out there right now that I would rather have you spend your dollars on something else. Yeah. So really that's kind of what it comes down to, to it. So, and
0: even in terms of quality,
1: like quality's well, kind of gone down. I think they're trying to get back up there, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a big battle for them to try to get back up there. Yeah, most there's definitely.
0: too many brands now. There's too many other brands that exist that take so many other things into account. It's going to be a very difficult battle for them to get back to where they were in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. It's <laughs> it sad, but I also don't feel
1: bad. <laughs> well, they they really dug their heels into the ground and they refused to change yep. what they were doing. And I think it was really kind of too late once they finally decided, okay, I guess we're going to change, <clears throat> you know? And, and so, yeah, I mean, I remember they were like so hot for so long because they were like the only player in the game for a really, they really were. long time. Um, so, you know, like we said, just, I would say use caution when buying Vic- Victoria's secret. Um, Don't pick up every single Victoria's secret thing that you see. But, you know, if they're a dollar or, you know, two bucks and you see a bunch of the same style and the same size could be worth it to lot it up. But again, could not. So just, again, I think you'd be better off looking at some of these other more obscure brands. Like we said, we've, there are so many other brands that we didn't talk about that I see them all the time, all the time in, in, you know, thrift stores. And like we said, even like Target, like I've sold plenty of Target bras. Um, them up and sold them really quickly for the same price that these Victoria's Secret bras are going for. Um yeah, yeah. and then the other I was gonna say one more thing, but of course now I can't remember. Uh, well, anyways. Maybe in the Patreon <laughs> bonus maybe she'll all. remember. Maybe I'll remember. Anyways, well, that's it though. But I, you know, I think that we went through a really great list of brands um, that we have. And hopefully the next time you're in a thrift store, um, you know, you might like venture your way over to the intimate section and see, you know, maybe you'll find a brand on what we like uh, or what we talked about here. And and, uh, maybe that'll become one of your new favorite sections to shop in,
0: you know. I really like going in there sometimes. I think it's a good time to just research and And see what's there it's very quick. It's it's a quick 10 minutes sometimes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) So hopefully you guys found this helpful there. If there are other brands that you think should be mentioned in this episode, feel free to head over to our Instagram page and leave those brands in the comments so other people can see what brands you guys like to pick up that you think others should know about that do really well for you. And uh, we're going to continue this conversation over the Patreon. So we will chat with all of you guys next week. Bye everyone. Bye bye.